my bitches and bros and non-binary hoes. We've taken a short break since essentially Lily's contacts um, split it in her eyes and then she went blind for like 20 minutes. Yeah, and then um, she went to have lunch. We no, had lunch as well. She went home. So now we are back. Better than ever, but not as good as tomorrow. So we are here to continue answering questions off of Tumblr. <coughs> so, Mary, ask yourself this. What is the most embarrassing, cringe-worthy thing you have ever done? I already told this story various times to a lot of people, but I will say it again. Once so for don't, the don't judge me for this, okay? So once I was with my mom and we were in this public place, and then she was wearing, I don't know, a black skirt that day. And then and I she went I I lost her I lost track of her for a couple seconds and I saw her again walking in front of me so I went up and I like smacked her ass really hard I was like hey mom and then she turned around it was not my mom it was just some random lady and I knew no, this had to no, be no, where I that know, was I going know. but the worst part is I just went oh oh and then I just turned and walked away I didn't even apologize I was just oh oh. How old were you? Uh, nine, I guess. Nine. Nine, I guess. Wow. I don't remember. I, t I keep on telling this story to everyone. So. I'm in tears. Have you heard of it before? No. Really? Never. Now you know it. The more you yeah, know. Yeah, it's really bad. Also, how I was a kid, we were taking me and my other friend. We are in some public, public place again, and the ladies' toilet was just... Full, I guess so. We went to take dumps in the men's toilet. Yeah, that is also this like... isn't my story, but it is someone else's, and I experience more secondhand embarrassment than I feel any for myself. And it was, um, uh, was I, I remember the exact details early December 2017. We're coming back from a road trip in France, and the original road trip was supposed to take three hours, but we ended up uh, taking 10 hours because of how what? bad the traffic was. So I had held in my pee at one point for at least three hours. And honestly, one of the worst three hours of my life. It was absolutely unbearable. And uh, once we got to the bathroom, there was this huge line. And as we were there, there, there were like two stalls. And there was this one mom who went, who went in there with her two girls. And as she's peeing, one of the girls goes, Mom, why is there blood coming out of your butt? <laughs> and then oh everyone God. was like covering their mouths, like, like giggling to themselves. No, probably. After that, like oh. the mom left, like wash her hands quickly and just like walked out, looking down, like in shame. It was so bad. I wanted to kill that girl. Oh my God. That means people should be. I don't know. I mean, obviously, obviously, people, like, like felt bad. Yeah, yeah, but still, it's still embarrassing. I agree. What else? Yeesh. I'm trying to think of what happened to me, but it's just really oh, like what? Anything embarrassing that happened? Well, anything to me. you said? That anything I like, said? Oh, I can't really think. No, like, there's definitely moments I've said things that have yeah, had sure. people raise eyebrows, but I don't remember the exact. Like, hmm. I'll have to come back to that later, but there's definitely something. And... Uh, next question. What are some of your hobbies? 
why this is so introductory. Um, doing art, especially illustrating and like making stories. So I'm working on my own book. I'm not gonna disclose to the public because I'm very paranoid of people stealing my idea. Although I know they are not as creative and as, how do you say, proactive as I am, but still. And then street dance. I really love dancing, but I cannot do it because I've never been into a, like I've danced with a academy, but like they don't actually train you the basics. And I really want to learn hip hop, but most, if possible, crumping. You know what crumping is? Mm-hmm. You do? I love that discipline. And you know, and you're, you know Lei, right? Yes. Yeah, he does it so well. So uh, I was like, the sheep. Yeah, exactly. The sheep. I really want to learn it because of him. This one That's is pretty simple. Which medium do you use for expressing your artistic emotions? Singing, writing, etc. Probably just like digital illustration. I use the most up to uh, until this point, but I think I'm gonna branch out. I don't know. It is a very good thing I was not gifted with a powerful voice because if not, I would not shut the fuck up. Or also, but it's you just good thing. sing sing to your heart's want though. I I try when I'm when I'm not embarrassed or it's also a very yeah, good thing true. that I'm not a drummer because if not I'd be like obnoxiously like drumming with anything like I'd probably start get like pencils and classes start drumming on people's heads I agree, or something. I agree. Oh. oh, are you a creative or logical thinker? I feel like I'm you both. can be both. I'm both. Next. <laughs> what is the smartest thing you have ever done? These questions are so hard to answer because I can't. I my memory erases every day at twelve, and then I start just restarts. Yeah, I just reboot myself every day at twelve. I guess that's a so that's I don't a remember good thing anything. that I have a relatively sharp memory. I know. I re- I used to have very sharp memory, but I don't know why. Because I think because I I've experienced so much trauma. I just develop a system of deleting memories. Damn. Every day, so. Smart, maybe? Okay. Maybe moving to Spain. It's painful, but I think it was the right choice. The smart choice. I agree. Oh, also, oh, no, no, oh, I thought of one. So basically, when I was in China, we have this um, system where you are assigned to elementary schools according to where you live, like where your house is at. So I was... Uh, going to go to this assigned school that's called the second elementary school but then that's the second best in my city and then my best friend was going to the first best in my city so my mom was trying to uh, get a lot of relations to try to put me into the first best at the end it didn't work and I went to the second best and I love my school I think it was a better choice than the other one I guess it's not my choice but Sometimes I, I, I you gotta take happen. the alternative route. Exactly. So, yeah, I think the cho- the, the things that happen in life is gonna work out fine. So, I guess. Next. Next. What is the worst thing someone could do on a date? Mm. I had this joke mm-hmm. with um, and if you're listening to this, um, shout out to you. As remember, we had this joke that, like, what if someone took you. At an old Wild West restaurant for the first date. 
That's so American. I can't understand. Old Wild West. What is that? It's it's like this. I don't think is it, it offensive. Exists. No, no, no. I don't know if it exists in, in Spain or where it's even from. It. But in Italy, it's like usually you'll find it like you know Roadhouse, like the restaurant. No. It's like when you go on a road trip and then you find those restaurants that are like designed to be like. Why would it? Okay. Yeah. I don't know, like eighteen sixties America, like that kind of thing. Mm. But I don't think they're actually American restaurants. Old Wild West, and for some reason, like the thought of that happening is so funny to me. Uh, wait, it does exist here. It's mm. just like typical like burgers, chips, and that all is, and fries. I don't think I think that on its own is not that bad. I think the worst thing someone can do is maybe be themselves and like reveal some unfavorable traits. I don't know. Well, but really it's good that they, they do that us. on the first date because then you can like immediately like like spot the dis- red flags. Discard. Yeah, I remember. I don't know, I'm not I- feeling very. Hum- like humorous today to like a comedian anything. yeah i went to an old wild west once with uh, this uh, friend i no longer talk to and her mom and at one point i was eating so much i like ate the entire burger onion rings and like it was so nasty the amount of food i had because it, it was when my appetite was like i ate like way more than i do now and then they looked at me like with sheer horror in their eyes nice. and then the mom was like do you want any more? And I'm like, oh, no, thank you. I'm good. I mean, mm. if you could turn one legal thing illegal, what would it be? Ooh, turn one legal thing illegal. <laughs> Wait, crickets? Huh? huh? You see, I'm not very like socially and politically involved to have anything opinionated. What oh, about right. you? What do you think? Let me think about it. Because the thing is, then Legal. if you illegalize certain things, then people will get, just want people to still do, them do more. it though. What is yeah. that? I think it's part of the broken guitar string. <clears throat> oh, my God. Mm. What is your opinion on beauty in today's society? I was actually, I'm gonna do an episode on this. Oh. Well, sort of. Mm. Well, I, I think. You start. No, okay. Were you gonna say something? You start. Let me marinate. Well, I think our obsession with. Well, when I say our, I mean general society's obsession of beauty is just. These days, it's so unattainable. I mean, every day you see. You see, like, new body shapes and body types and faces coming in, like as if they were trends and seeing people just go from like getting BBLs to like removing them is so dystopian to me that at this point I mean it's been years since I've like succumbed to any of those trends but it's so dystopian that I don't even feel the need to participate in them anymore because it's just so like out of touch with reality yeah, I agree. That's why I don't really browse any social media because I think I don't know. I've, because I just like mm, it's hard to find people that you really like see representation of yourself, and you might as well just be yourself and not just I don't know look at people on social media. Fair, but like, it's good, just good fashion references. But it, that's that's, that's another story. for sure. But. I mean, yeah, that's why I mostly have social media to have all the different art references, but 
it's like faces we're just not used to seeing these many conventionally attractive people all in one day it's like we see more faces in one day probably than people back then would have seen in like maybe a lifetime when you think about it but I do think it's good when for example like conventional looking people they like make their own accounts and they start posting about how they manage their looks that is like yeah, I, mean, I think that's no empowering. No one's blaming them for being, for looking a certain way. It's just, I guess, the attitudes we have towards like anyone who's not like crazy attractive looking or ugly people. Like, let's be honest. Like, uh, this, I'll reserve this for for another day. Exactly. <laughs> What are the best things about winter? Skiing, maybe? Apart from that, I, me, personally, I don't really like winter because I have very sensitive skin and will develop, develop a nose and will develop, like, rashes and, like, problems. I thought you were going to say develop a nose. No. No. But I think skiing, yeah. For me. I like how you have to give gifts to people and okay to some extent it's bad because you got to spend money but if you're like arts and craftsy like mm. i'd say out of the five love languages or seven is it seven love languages i think it's five whatever gift giving is like my top because i just love giving people things and also i kind of have a spending addiction so at least like giving people things makes me feel doesn't make me feel as bad about oh, spending money and also like when it's winter, I mean, to some extent, you can feel, like, lonely because it's, like, the holiday where everyone's expected to be with each other. But if you have the right people, then you can make it really special because it's, like, all about being together and, like, expressing your gratitude. I mean, there's Thanksgiving, but A, it's American, and B, like, well, we're kind of celebrating, like, mass genocide of indigenous people, so yeah. I'd say I like Christmas because, you know, there's Santa... Cute little uh, About. fat Whoa! old man. Shh. Hello? <laughs> Sorry, continue. What did you just do? I punctured my finger with your broken string. Oh, uh, Nico <laughs> bled like twice. Uh, really? The strings. Yeah, they're really sharp, so be Zero. careful. Yeah, so Christmas, I, I like the holiday, but it's also nice hearing about the other holidays. Uh, I, I forgot. You mean the other holidays? Well, there's there isn't just Christmas in December. Like there's also all the Jewish holidays, which we kind of learned about in my old school, but I don't really remember. But that was interesting. And also, um, first of all, if it's cold, I love winter fashion and I love dressing up. Like, I agree. In uh, summer, you can't do anything with exactly. a plain shirt. What do you do? Yeah, that's why I I need to get really creative with uh, the materials I have. Yeah. Also, in winter, there's New Year. Especially Chinese New Year's, which is just my favorite festival. Everything is so like alive. I know it's like the lights and then the yeah, it's it's just so good. I yeah. mean, the only people go their way out to decorate everything, make shows and stuff. Oh my god! When I was in the states, it was such a tradition in winter time to decorate your front porch like as much as humanly possible with like. Not really? just regular Christmas lights. Like, there were some people who would buy, like, animatronics. And there was this one house specifically that we'd go, like, night cruising. And there was, like, you know how in the cars they have, a, like, like a top window that you can open? Yeah. 
I would stand and like lay my arms like on the roof of the car and I'd look outside and we'd go like cruising to see these neighborhoods that had like this one house specifically we see it every year there was this woman who would put like an animatronics of like Santa it was huge it was like life-size Santa inside his little like how do you call it like his car um, thingy that's carriage carriage yeah that's brought by the reindeer and then there were like two or three reindeers and one of them was like going down so it looked like it was eating grass wow it's like the amount of money some people had to like and the dedication they had as well to decorate it just for like a month like decorations in the states like oops like if you go to michael's craft store you will know how much like how much energy and i guess that is decorations part of the culture yeah, it's uh, it has its pros and cons. It's very consumeristic, but it's also very fun to look at. I mean, yeah, if I other mean, consumerism has its pros and cons. Yeah. Oh, I lost him when my phone uh, fell down. I lost the questions. Me 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 me. Wait, what was the exercise? I forgot the choir exercises. I don't know. Uh. Me. Wow, it's been a while since I've been in choir. Mimo, mimo. If you're in Barcelona, go witness the gay men's choir just at least once in your life. Very much worth it. Yeah, thank you for listening to my TED talk. Mm. I'm, I'll cut this out. Didn't you say we're gonna wrap this up? Do you want to? Like I, I don't, I don't mind. I, don't mind. I like talking about. I mean, there's. We've done quite a lot, actually. And when you want to stop, just go like this, and then we'll like wrap it up. I don't really want to stop it. Oh, that's okay. good. All right. So next, next question: What scares you the most about the future? I'm not usually scared of the future. I'm the type of person who just goes with the flow, I guess. Like, just react according to each scenario. Mm-hmm. Maybe the future, maybe like, cannot afford Hong Kong. So I'm going to Hong Kong for university. So, not being able to afford the, I don't know, the the living costs in Hong Kong to buy food and stuff. And then maybe being kicked out of my dorm after the first year and having to find a place, like a place to live in a place like Hong Kong. Where there's no house available and the price is exorbitant. But I guess that's, I don't really have a lot of future fears. You? I mean, I'm really trying to take things one step at a time now because, you know, first gap year, then college. But I'd say definitely after, after graduating, trying to find a job with an arts-related career. Mm. It's like, you don't have the job opportunities, like, come to you. Like, you have to come to them. Which is... I think it'd be uh, fine. But I, with, like, the amount of opportunities I take, I'm I'm not too worried about that. But it's definitely something that has concerned me a bit. And, uh... Hmm. Oh, this one's about New Year's resolutions. Well, we could just make it goals I for now. Wanna... Okay, never mind. Ask. The question is, what are some of your New Year's resolutions? But we could do, like, what are just your goals for... Maybe summertime, honestly. Oh, I have a lot of summertime goals. So, oh, oh sorry. A very Spill. important one is to learn the mid-journey. You know what mid-journey is? No. It's the AI drawing tool. 
okay. So to get to know the enemy before it devours me. <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. Like I have very mixed feelings about. I don't. I don't know what to expect from the AI drawing things. Well, here's the thing about AI art. So now the whole concern is it doesn't look human enough, or it just like feels off. No, and I don't think so. Well, they draw really well. I mean, some of them, yeah, really but well. there's some that like you can kind of tell it's just like, like no, the I don't presence th- is I don't not think really you've there. seen the actual, like the ones people are capable of producing with that. Like, the mainstream ones you see on, like, news articles, at least. Okay, that, that I don't know. Then, well, we've definitely seen it, something like that. But anyways, the whole concern now is, like, it's pretty realistic, but it's just not, like, human enough. And now, they're definitely gonna be the AI developers. Like, I know for a fact they're gonna be working on trying to make it look more human-like. But here's the thing about AI art. In my opinion, it's never going to be valuable to me because being an art history nerd, what I love the most about art is like also the context behind it. To me, like context does really matter and it's like AI will never have the thought process of of a human. So that's why to me it's almost like it doesn't affect me and it's not valuable to me because the thing is humans like I could the way I get inspiration is like I'm just one person and I know there's people who have a very different thought process but I'll be like at the park and then maybe I don't know um, a leaf will fall on me from a tree and then that will remind me of the one time I was at the park and I saw a bunch of ducks and then I feel and then maybe I'll do a painting on like I don't know childhood nostalgia or something like it's like this very non-linear thought process and AI it's like we, we all know it's like taking images that a lot of images from other artists from other artists and like mashing them together so yes it's impressive that the computers can do that but to me it's never going to have any real value as like man-made art thank you you have just changed my totally changed my perspective on this not worried anymore i I never thought about the context part there's I, I recently saw and there's this one manga that's being made right now that I think is like completely AI generated. Really? Yeah. And it's looking send me the link. Pretty good, but yeah, it's just uh, I I really like learning about artists and like even if I don't know about the artists, like there's just something uh, it's like knowing that an actual person like spent time, I don't know, like you know those paintings that are like you, there's like crust on the paintings or those or the there's the ones where the texture is like completely flat so they had to spend time like trying to make it as like neat and precise like that process is also important even though we're not there to witness it so it's just not the same when I hear oh a computer has made this like I mean it's impressive how rapidly AI is like evolving but the actual stuff itself I think will never emotionally affect me like legitimate man-made art <laughs> beautiful anything you else you're gonna do in the summer i have a whole list oh i really want to write write to the the cloud pod ponty the french ch- children's illustrators that i did for my ee the extended essay for yeah, the IB for those exactly. who are unaware. So I did it on a French illustrator, Claude Ponty. My, he's he's out of this world. And then I thought he, 
let's just say I'm surprised to know that he is still with us. <laughs> and then I'm gonna take advantage of the opportunity and maybe write him on Twitter, see what he responds. And then like a bunch of other things. But yeah, it's gonna be, oh, I really wanna, I think I'm gonna take the Spanish advanced level certificate. So because, oh, I didn't tell you about this, but my mom, the other day she came with, oh, like you can't voice for this animation in Spanish. Like this project that Chinese people are doing, really? and I was like, "Oh, that that'll be amazing!" Because I, I doubt anyone would have the same, how do you say, fluidity, mm-hmm. and accent maybe of me in Spanish. So I want to take care, take advantage of this opportunity. But like, my voice is so weird for any character in a children's cartoon. So I don't know how that. What works. do you think you could do? You could. It's not that. what uh, do I think I can do. It's like they have like. Prescribed roles and characteristics in the voice that I want, but and I can't like, really make a fake voice while speaking Spanish. Think of a typical uh, archetype. Do you know if you'd fit into any no any of those? No, that's the problem. But like, still, like having that certificate, kind of like you, you you can be teaching. I don't know, tutoring people. I would want to voice act as a robot. Like swipe faster. I think. Oh, or, so good. I don't know how you, how you say it um, in English, in, in Italian. Inserisci la tessera. It's like, um, insert Initiate the, like, the Tesla? The, no, 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 like, insert the, the like, coin. Oh. The card. What do you call it? The, the credit card. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I think you can do a robot pretty well. Quite faster. <laughs> what else would, would it say? Hello, Valentina. No, good morning, Valentina. This is your. Um, this is your closet assistant. Speaking. This is your closet. This is your. Oh, this is like, your fashion advisor. Wait, 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 what is it called? Uh, Barbie. You know, have you seen Barbie Life in the Dream House? Nope. Well, she has this like talking closet, and then there's <coughs> this one episode where her closet, like, okay, so it's like basically a robot closet that's huge, and it like gives her. It analyzes her and does like a fashion evaluation of what she should wear uh, during the day. And there's this one episode where it turns evil, and it's like, I I think in the future that should be a thing. Like I would love to be some sort of like stylist or like, uh, well, how do you call it? Like personal stylist doesn't even have to be for celebrities. Like even for normal people, which that's honestly even better for me. And imagine like there was this program that was like. It analyzes like you already know how we have like color analysis. I'm pretty sure that's already a thing. So yeah, it's already a thing. But what if we had like, uh, like a closet. robot closet that first did color evaluation and was like, okay, we need more of this kind of stuff, and then these kind of shape, like shapes for, I don't know, certain, I don't know, maybe certain so- kind of like, uh, outfits for a certain kind of body type or something. I don't know. And then, yeah, I was like, welcome to your. Welcome to your closet evaluation. <laughs> Wait, what would it do? Preparing your color analysis. But then you'll be jobless, wouldn't it? Officially jobless. Wouldn't you be Officially unemployed? Homeless. If, no, wouldn't you be unemployed if there were like f- fashion evaluating closets? Well, what if we. Mm, that's true. But what if first uh, we had like. <laughs> what if I just lived in people's closets? <laughs> That'd be a story to tell. I know. Alright. 
describe yourself in one word. It's like last time we were kind of talking about that in Saturday's episode, and then we were like, I don't know who said it. Someone said, describe yourself in three porn categories. Ooh. I don't know. We're, we're no longer barely legal. Damn. Um, oh, they, they probably have like mixed people fetishes, or, or so it's like. They? No, yeah. Like, I don't know, like the general public. I know they have like. There are some very concerning statistics about like uh, popular porn categories, and it's like everything is a fetish. Mixed person with feet. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, literally. Okay, back in tenth grade, I was sitting. Uh, okay, so there was this one person I used to be friends with, and they're being a little annoying in class. So I decided I'm gonna sit next to another friend. And then tenth as, grade, tenth grade, I yeah. I was there. You were there. You, you probably know this first. So then I decided to sit with this other friend, but this was almost worse because she was being quiet, di- diligently working on her work. And then I look above us, and there's these three guys uh, in front of us searching up horse porn and gay midget porn. What? Yeah. In class? No, like they were. They were just typing it. On each other is like is so laptops, but then they like immediately close it. Like, I wonder who that is. I guess is. to make fun of each other. Yeah, I will. I will enlighten you later. <sighs> Imagine if you had an older brother. <gasps> if you already have one, what is it like? If you don't, how would this change your life? Oh, I I'll have this inside joke with my mom. But I always demand like an older brother or sister to her. Like like make one like give birth to one to me right now and she's like i can't but maybe ask your dad maybe he has a bastard oh the brother to give to you yeah (laughs) Yeah, there's one very good thing it's that both of my parents like they're neither of them can have children because my mom doesn't have a uterus and my dad had a vasectomy (laughs) so and uh, well stepfather and stepmother already have their own children so you know there's it's good. I don't. I don't want more siblings. I mean, it's not like your fa- family's small. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, big older brother. Because I like. I always. No, it's so nice to have an older brother that like, kind of like, protects you. I don't know. Mm, not protect. Like, but but when like, I was like, like at like, my friend's house, have your back. I don't know. My friends who had older brothers, like most of them, would just like bully them so i don't know yeah like you have to get lucky with the dynamic yeah i kind of i think you can't just fantasize over having like an older brother that sounds very wrong <laughs> that's not what i mean well that's not what i mean <laughs> no i kind of just want to know how i look like as, as a guy that is gender bending another reason yeah. I kind of want to do a one-shot comic on this gender bender thing, but then again, I do not want to share my ideas because I'm not confident with sharing my ideas, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I also yeah. don't no, want respect, anything stolen. Respect. Sorry. Spirit animal? Not, not really. Let me think. Oh, I kind of have one. A mongoose, because when I watched a LPS as a kid, I really liked Sunil, so because of that, I'd say mongoose, because... I guess to some extent I kind of look like one, but also most people say I look like a raccoon or a skunk, 
And my sister Raccoon. was like, you look like an octopus. And I'm like, why? And then she's like, you just do. I don't or think you look she like She says, octopus. like, these out-of-pocket things, like, your toe looks angry. And I'm like, how does it look angry? And then she's like, well, it just does. Oh, no. Well, I'm barefoot right now. Do my toes look angry? Not really. Oops. Not how my mom has a toe that is, like, going up. Yeah? And then her shoes are, like, broken. In the place where her big toe is because it's just, like, how do you say? Protrudes. Oh. That, that sounds very painful. No, not painful, but it's just inconvenient. How are you going to get your shoes fixed? So yeah. only in that part. Oh, so. I have this one toe that is like, how do you say, like, not hinchado, like, not already hinchado. like, like, oh, like, like uh, how do you say, it's like, already bigger than it should be. It's like, swelled up. And it's been like that for years, and at this point, I've just accepted it's a part of me. Yeah. And, or maybe it's always been swelled up, I just, I don't remember, because I don't really pay attention to my feet, like, the average person, I'd assume. And I wore heels for two days before the graduation because I had to break into them so that way I'd be comfortable for the graduation ceremony. And? Then after the graduation ceremony, this one, my feet were perfectly fine, but this one toe specifically, the, like, one that's already swelled up, was even more swelled up. What? So, after the graduation ceremony, got back home and... Maybe you should just not wear shoes. Maybe. But here's, here's what happened then. I was in the living room with my uncle, my mom, and my dad, and then my uncle looks down and he's like, yup, that's, that's the exact uh, uh, toe of your great aunt. And I'm like, what is this? And then he's like, and no, I think my mom said that. And then my uncle was like, let me see, let me see. Cause I was wearing flip flops. And then he's like, yup, that is the ugliest toe I've ever seen. And I'm like, Excuse no, like, me? no. You, you know when someone says something so out of pocket that you're like, is this person even real? Yeah. Okay. So he said that, and then I was like, huh? And I was, and then I was saying like, okay, then at this point I'm just gonna cover my feet. And then he's like, do you think anyone cares? And I'm like, excuse me. You you just said my toes are fucking ugly. And then you're like, uh, why would anyone care? Like, what is this? Yeah. I still don't have a spirit animal. I really like. Leopard, cheetah. I was that gonna sort. say any kind of uh, feline. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Big ones and small ones. Mm. What is the worst advice you've ever been given? I can't really think of any, but I think a type of advice that's just so useless is just, I don't know, maybe like general internet prevalent sayings. Just like tried like? ones, I don't. I don't know. I can't think of any. Minus be the bigger person, because it's the reason why I got oh. stepped on like half of my childhood. Oh, shoot, it's so like, I think just be a good person. But that phrase, basically, it's implying like l- you're kind of letting people step on. Exactly. Like, it's not making you think of boundaries, which is important. So. No, I do not believe in being the bigger person. I believe in being compassionate and trying to be your best self. But no, if someone's like treating, like re- disrespecting you, I don't believe in really like. There, there are times when no, you just gotta figure out when it's like 
is this person just a lost cause and or should I try to help them because like maybe it's just a little misunderstanding it's weird human connection relationships are interactions yep. are just weird hmm favorite memory of your family favorite memory <laughs> I already mentioned I have short memory span but maybe this like the most recent memory Probably us in China in the city. I took my Chinese national entrance exam in the hotel where we were just like chilling and like conversing, drinking tea, commanding the robot to open the blinds, like in automated settings and stuff. Made a robot. Just, just like not made robot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like, pretty. Chill. A robot on the wall. Just like chill and like congenial family moments. Because we don't usually have that, so. Mine was um, right after graduation. We were walking back to our car, and um, okay, so I, I I know a lot of people during the after the ceremony were probably asking themselves, how does this dynamic work? Because it was my mom, my stepfather, my dad, my sister, and my uncle. So all of us were walking towards the car, and then when we were in the car, my uncle went in the trunk. Because there wasn't enough space. It's a, a five-person, uh, five-seat car. So my dad started uh, blasting metal. And then they were all just like... We were all just like singing along and like being stupid in the car. And it was one of those moments where I realized like... It is a weird dynamic now because two years ago... Or even a year ago, like my family was not like this. And now it's like admits... In the midst of all the chaos, I was really calm because I realized like I was not expecting my life to shift this way, but I'm still I'm letting it slide without being a without being a total pushover and it's fine. Like everything ended up kind of working out not in the ways I expected, but it still did work out. So in the midst of all that chaos, all that screaming and singing and shouting, I was I was happy. Being grateful. Yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those moments that you live to see, and it's worthy. And you live to tell the tale. Exactly. What do you look for I... in a relationship? Oh. Do you have anything to say about this? Mm, I'd say... Someone... Definitely, I need a lot of deep talks. Mm. And like, someone who will like challenge me but like okay I, I do look for someone who's like pretty similar to me and it's not to discriminate but like to some extent you can't like I don't believe in polar opposites or no I like no, I don't no, believe no, in the either. opposites attract thing so I'm fine with someone being different from me but it's like eh, there, there's some rules I have about that but definitely someone who can challenge me without every day having to get into some sort of like argument or discussion but definitely someone who will like make me think by the end of it like you know those conversations? Like think outside of the box, kind of. Yeah, like, you know in Spanish class how ev almost every lesson this year we'd leave being like, wow, I feel so enlightened. I know. Like, that kind of thing. That's I absolutely know. always look for that in anyone. Also, I was thinking maybe, like, sense of security, but I feel like a racist relationship should be balanced, of course. Like, cannot just be the absolutely. other person just doing everything for you. Like, a lot of people have those type of relationships. Like, de very dependent on Not each other? Not dependent, but, like, just, like... 
like one person always giving kind of more in like mm. big little details. Yeah. I feel like if I were in a relationship, I need to moderate that. Like, like it needs to be. We need balanced. to be contribute to the same cause. I mean, what's nice about relationships though is like there's more of an expectation to communicate because with friendships, like you're just kind of like no one really talks about friendships that much but when it comes to relationship there's like you know the love languages or like communication is like at, at least like bro- broader society like kind of um uh like how do you say tells us we should be communicating with our partner so there's more of an expectation to like you know fit each other's standards and like you know reach some sort of like end goal i guess yeah. So at least that that's nice because with friendships it's kind of like <laughs> it's a whole mess. Yeah. Also maybe just talking about like a poetic view you have in your life. Maybe just sharing like maybe I don't know outlook about something. Little details. Yeah. The finer things in life. Exactly. <laughs> mm. uh... What is your worst memory or creepiest experience? I feel like yours is the, the taxi driver thing. No, 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 no. I don't, don't really want to talk about it. Mm. Ugh, it's fine. I'll talk about it. No, you don't have to. At least but I never told you about it. Oh, okay, I'll say it. Oh, basically, this is such a not a really good experience. But like I told you, I don't really remember. Like I remember this thing happened, but I I don't really remember how bad I felt. So, so basically, there was this porch man what do you call like the the the, the security guard of the building portero. Sí, el yeah. portero. like not in my building but the one next to it and then so he used to like he's like i don't know old 60 i don't know 50 something and we used to i just like i will greet him because i'm a nice person right and then he's always like around and we'll talk for a bit and then after a while he start giving. He gave me this like bracelet thing for a gift, and I was like, "Oh, thank you!" And like this sharp teeth. And then one day, I received a text from him, and I think he was like drunk and texting me. I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with this old, freaking, pedophilic dude?" And I think he's like, "I cannot stop thinking about you" or something like that. And I was like, "This is so out of a, I don't know, like." Like, this is something that only happens in the internet, but not to me. And so I was like, I think this is very inappropriate that you, like, text me like this. I think we should end this, I don't know, relationship whatsoever. And then, yeah, it was just a very creepy experience. Ooh. Yeah, it's like, ugh. And I was, like, crying to my mom. I was like, I don't know how to deal with these type of things because it doesn't really happen usually, you know? When did this happen? Two years ago, maybe? Or... Like a year and a half. Damn. I don't really remember. What is something you swore you would never do when you grew up, but you did anyway? Grew up, but not grown up. Well, did you ever think of yourself not uh, in high school when you were, say, in elementary or middle school? Did you have any expectations for yourself? No. 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 You? I mean, I feel like you will have something. My only thing was like, the only thing I knew was that high school was going to be objectively better than middle school, which was true. 
but it's not like I was like, I'm never gonna drink, I'm never gonna gonna party. No, it's none of that, cause I'm I'm disciplined and oh, I'm, I have one. Me yeah. Too. No, that's it. Oh, me maybe like not. For example, maybe you're desperate for friends, and then you kind of like change yourself. I don't know to, to fit their meet expectations. The group. I think uh, I've done that a couple of times, but like, just I hope I don't. I mean, that's kind of like a that's kind of a lot of my concerns in university. Oh. But then again, like everyone's people are going from the same majors, so to some extent, it might be easier yeah, to make friends. Yeah, I don't know. It's like different. How do you approach people? Do you approach people? I don't. I'm trying to work on that. I think I'm, I am weird because I'm shy. With, I'm not shy with people. I am. Since I, I guess in China, people are educated to be respectful. And yeah, since a very young age. So when I'm with new people, I'm like very. I, I'm very respectful. I'm not like very out there. And I'm just there to observe and maybe make a few couple of comments from time to time but it is really hard to me from me to like i'm not that type of person that would just approach a random stranger and stop and start at, acting as if they know each other for a long time like all the with the with the energy yeah i would just I, if i want to talk to someone i may just like approach them with kind of like pretty reserved and demure but then i'll start opening up slowly that i've i i have accepted that that's just how i approach people mm. i don't have a single way of approaching because i approach everyone on such like the way i've met everyone like at least i'm close to now is so different that yeah it's not worth going over all of those interactions and what is your opinion on first impressions Ooh, I think that is I think first impressions can be a shackles sometimes especially you perceiving how you get, left your first impression to people and then maybe you think oh if you missed the chance to make a good first impression then you and the other person would not have a like a second chance to get to know each other and stuff that's what I suffer at least Random disclaimer! What? Sorry. Sorry to those who are listening to this. There is some serious construction work going upstairs, uh, basically in the top floor. They demolished the entire apartment. Now they're rebuilding it from scratch, so I'm very sorry for that. I don't but think they can hear it, though. Hopefully not. But if so, then I hope you can deal with that, because <laughs> we're still recording, so... Yeah. Yeah. What was I saying? Oh, first um, impressions. Yeah. First impressions. I suffer from not making a good first impression and I give up on the relationship. Already. Yeah. If I gave up on every relationship on the first try, I I simply I would know, not talk I know, to anyone. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn from you and from Lily and from other people. How noble. Why thank you. No, and like hearing people say their first impressions, like what they first thought of me, is like so surreal. Like really, yeah, like so unbelievably inaccurate. It's like, well, I it's mostly like, oh, I thought you were so miserable, or I thought you were so this, and it's like, it's it's like a caricature of me. So I'm glad. Like, here's the thing: 
to some extent, first impressions are important. Like, well, rather than first impression, it's more of like the gut feeling you get. And I'm like, and I feel like these days I'm just better at like meeting someone and knowing are we gonna become decent friends or are we gonna like how is this relationship gonna go down? So I don't know. It's like trust your gut feeling, but also don't rely. Don't go on the details. Go on like the overall impression. Like, what did you feel when you first saw that person rather than like what exactly they were doing? Because most of the time, first impressions, like you're caught off guard. So you're not going to be acting like your typical, like best self. So because of that, I wouldn't rely on them too much, but I wouldn't very much pay attention to your intuition if you tend to have one. Also, a thing to keep in mind is that people cannot read your mind. So if you want to like showcase yourself, showcase your personality or feelings, then you have to say it. You gotta say it. You can't just like stand there and look. You can't just looks, expect people to grumpy. know things about you. Exactly. If you want to share some secret fun side of you, you have to show it. What are some things you did as a child that you no longer do? I'll say one first. Lying. <laughs> Child. This is so frivolous, but collect erasers. But like erasers, erasers with the, like with designs. I like used to not have like a, conventional, you know not the, the not the white ones, but like, I don't know, pizza, teddy bear, cat, pencil. I'd know. have the ones that you'd stack. Like, oh. you'd build them, like a burger That's eraser, good. and then you'd take it, and it was like the oh, hand yeah, size I had the lettuce. Well. Yeah. Mm. What is the most terrifying dream you've ever had? I have a lot of dreams that I'm being persecuted by someone naked. <laughs> me naked, not the person persecuting me. So I guess I have a lot of- Oh! I have one, I told you about this. So, we- so- our class, graduating class, we were, I don't know, th th these people were playing a survival game. You know those typical movies where like rich people pay to hunt poor people or something like that? Like, some, mm -hmm. like, like some people organize a hunt of other people. That's kind of what the class like got themselves into and that we're all just dragged into it. And then at some point there was this building that had a bomb in it, it's gonna explode, and then, and then Mr. Wearing All Black, do you know who I'm talking about? Mr. A teacher. Yeah, yeah. He I was also know. in it, he was also escaping with us, my mom as well, and then I was out of the building, and then I was afraid if my mom had made it. But then, everything exploded, and I saw my mom walking out peacefully with, I think my favorite food or something, a mist of all the chaos and I knew that this was just like she was she was dead and this was just like a cinematic like mem like see how do you a cinematic creation of my vision like how I deal with her being blown to bits and then I was just I knew it was fake because she was holding a treat that wasn't wasn't before there and I was like, no, mom! And then I woke up that dream crying. I don't know. That's the scariest dream. Just maybe losing someone you love that you do not like. You don't think about it happen in real life. So, 
Oh, I had this really bad one. I told you about it. So, it was this former classmate of mine. Uh, oh, yeah. I know. It was this dream where, oh, uh, I had to, like, protect her because there were a bunch of guys like who were going after her, like plotting to murder her. So then I'm spending like obviously the dream probably lasted like ten seconds, but you know it feels like a lifetime. So I was mostly trying to protect her until I turn around and like I get caught off guard, and then I look and I see the guys haven't killed her, but what instead happened is she hung herself and then she like also cut herself uh, before probably before doing that. So there was like blood on her wrist and like blood everywhere, Shoot. and then. And then her, this man who I assume was her dad or something, just walks up to me. And then I like fall on my knees and start like crying and screaming because I have to tell this, this uh, random man like your daughter just died. So I do that, and then before he says anything, the dream ended, and I woke Luckily. up like so anxious. It was, because uh, the thing is, it was a real person I knew and like wasn't really close with, but someone that I did talk to, so seeing that kind of thing was very disturbing for that me. Is... I'm sorry I have to go through that. Oh, um, one thing. My, my dad asked if, if you want tea. Another one? Yeah. No, I'm fine. I haven't finished my previous one. Oh, okay. Okay, I just sent a message. So... Should we... Should we... Move? Wrap it up? Yeah. Alright. So I think by now we have spoken enough, set, hopefully said whatever you needed to say, and um, there's one thing I have to ask. What are you grateful for, Mary? I am grateful for you and Lily, and then oh Exactly. And then my mom a lot, and also my dad. Kind of just like the most, the people who have shaped, like the most impactful people shaped in my life. Shaped you as an individual. Exactly. Wow. So, I'll honestly end it off here. Nothing else left to say. Toodles. Toodles. Dun, 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 dun. Train.